Hi, everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I am celebrating my third anniversary here as general manager. And frankly, I do not know where the time has gone. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network, coming to you from the home of the Nachum Siegel Network on the seriously beautiful Lower East Side. I am joined this morning by Avrami. What's going on, Avram? How are you? I uh, thank God I'm well. How was your commute? Uh, it was different than usual. Yeah. I, <laughs> I drove up with the entire family last evening. Road and, trip. Uh, yeah, we're going to be here for a little bit in the uh, Upper East Coast. I guess this is upper compared to where we are. And yes. uh, yeah, looking forward to a good week here. It, it, listen, and you hit the right weekend. It's supposed to be just in the low 70s over Shabbos. That's what I enjoy. So, um, yeah, it's actually perfect weather, and we appreciate the fact that our air conditioning at the Wallach household is being fixed tomorrow on the eve of 70-degree weather here in New York, as opposed to the Schwitz that has been. I actually have a picture of the thermostat in my room that hit 84 the other night. So um, that was a good time had by none at the Wallach household. But thank God, all good. Shout out and mazal tov to Jamie and Yoey Turkel. That's right. She's not Jamie Rohr anymore. She's now Jamie Turkel on their marriage. It was a pleasure to be at that Simcha this week. We look forward. We are looking forward to seeing you back at work, though, on Monday. It worked out well because I hadn't yet memorized her last name. So, <laughs> so it's not like you, I have to do double the work. So for you, it doesn't make a bit of a difference <laughs> now, does it? Um, but I wanted to, I mean, surprise is out. I really had wanted to order her new business cards so that she would come back to work on Monday and I would have... Jamie Turkell on her business cards. But alas, that did not happen. Um, so I will actually put that on her to-do list to take care of when she comes back on Monday. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you for taking a break from your day to tune in. If you are a returning listener, thanks for making us part of your day. Follow us on Twitter, Nachum Siegel Net, all one word, Miriam L. Wallach, also all one word. By the way, no fortune cookie today. Um, I've had my fill of fortune cookies this morning. If you check on Facebook, it's not that I don't have any. Thank you, Judy Harwitz, for making sure I owe or Judy Hertzfeld, making sure that I always have enough. Um, but, and shout out to you if you're playing tennis. I hope I, I didn't screw up your serve there, Judy. But um, if you've checked out my post this morning, at about 8 o'clock in the morning, I had already, by 8 o'clock in the morning, I'd already opened a fortune cookie, and it was way too deep for a Thursday morning. I'm like, come on, Confucius, cut me some slack. So uh, I'm good for the day. I'm Yotze. Uh, national holidays of rum. You don't know what it is today, but, and it's ironic, because actually I think when I start the uh, the live lunch, at 11 o'clock, I'm going to start with um, with my ode to, not only my ode to Naomi Shemer, but also to the fact that it is Global Beatles Day. Yeah, no, not bad. And by the way, not the- Shabbat in Liverpool coming up. <laughs> right, exactly. There'll be plenty of, no need to post it on the app. There'll be plenty <laughs> of, of Lenny Solomon being played um, at 11 o'clock. But yes, it is Global Beatles Day. It is also National Catfish Day. Not sure what to do with that. Um, except to go look at them in a tank. And National Handshake Day of rum. Bet you 10 bucks <laughs> that if you go down the street on Grand Street, you'll be able to get at least three people to shake your hand if you just walk up to them. Come on, it's the Lower East Side. Anything can happen. No? I'll think about it. Oh, come on. Come on. All right. Well, well I am sure that our guest who's on the phone is waiting for us, um, who's joining us today. It is the one and only host of The Israel Show, Mayor Weingarten, joins us this morning. Good morning, Mayor. Hey, Mary Malwalk, Mazaltov on your anniversary. I didn't uh, realize that it's thank an anniversary. Thank you. Don't worry. The person I share the anniversary with doesn't know, doesn't remember it either. So it's totally well, fine. Because, 
one of the reasons that you're there is to make sure that there's an intern that is there to remember and remind him that it's your anniversary. Right. So like every other anniversary of my life, I'll be, I'll be buying my own flowers. It's fine. It's fine. It's That's fine. very sweet. Yes, you thank you. That to yourself. Exactly. Yes. I, somebody's got to make sure to treat me well. Um, but Mayor Weingarten, do you think we can get a remedy to shake somebody's hand on Grand Street? Can I ask you a question <laughs> and change this for a second? Who makes up these days? No, Because I want it to be National Mayor Weingarten Day at some point. By the way, we should petition that. I And I've thought about that. I just want to mess with the people who make these national Who makes holidays. this up? I don't know, but it's the country we live in. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Is it Hallmark? Can I can I, can I turn to them? Is... I, don't, I don't know, but if there's a card in honor of National Handshake Day, then we really have gone the way of the dodo. Handshake Day. Yes. Okay. But we are actually here to discuss the commemoration of the yard sites of both Yoni Netanyahu and Naomi Shemer. They both fall this week. Um, and coincidentally, the English dates mayor yes. are a bizarrely, bizarrely timely. It was 39 years ago. Uh, it will be 39 years ago on the 27th, this Shabbos where June 27, 1976, was when the Air France plane that had originated in Israel was hijacked by Arab and German gunmen and was eventually landed in Entebbe, Uganda, which brought upon Operation Entebbe, or as many of us know it, as its uh, movie nickname, Operation Thunderbolt, or Mivtsa Yonatan, it is known to many in Israel. Um, we should, of course, make mention that the terrorists were welcomed with open arms by Ugandan leader Idi Amin at the time. Um, but it was Yoni Netanyahu, who's, who, was the, who was the only Israeli soldier whose life was lost during that mission. Yes. And the, uh, on the English date uh, aspect of it, the rescue right. was... On July the 4th. Correct. 1976, on the 200th anniversary of the Declaration of the United States Independence, and everyone saw it as Israel's gift to freedom. Hmm. And and for good reason. Yeah. The... the, um the story of Operation Antebi having been made into a movie, Operation Thunderbolt, I told you yesterday, and just something I want to share with our listeners, I was... um, very young at the time that the actual raid took place. I was under a year old. And no, no. Right. Anyway, um, those were the days when I was young. That's how I long thought, ago this took place. Yeah. No, I, I thought you weren't alive yet when it was. Well, that's sweet, but close. That, that's, uh, I appreciate that. That's my anniversary present from you. I appreciate that. Well, Thank you. Um, that off cheap. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. But I was um, recalling yesterday when we were on the phone and talking about in preparation of the show that I watched Operation Thunderbolt on a uh, on a Saturday night on, like, I think it must have been an NCSY Shabbaton or a Torah High School Network Shabbaton at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning with a bunch of people in the lobby of some hotel. And I didn't realize until about halfway through, I didn't know until about halfway through that this was a real-life story. And then to see the moment where Yoni Netanyahu is shot um, as I tongue-in-cheek joked with you yesterday, it was like a, an Aaron Sorkin moment. It was totally stunning, totally shocking. And then to make the uh, to, to jump to that conclusion that this was real life, that this was somebody's life, and not only somebody, but a man whose who's family um, is considered by many in terms of what they have given to the state of Israel as, as Israeli royalty was just uh, was overwhelming for me at that moment. Yeah. I, I understand that because the truth is, this is a story that is more amazing than fiction. 
can anyone imagine how miraculous this is that Israel sends these huge Hercules aircraft thousands of miles over in part enemy territory, land in enemy territory at this airport at night, get into the terminal, shoot all the um, all the terrorists, and get all but one of the hostages safely onto their planes and bring them back mm. thousands of miles more. Right. And the only person who didn't make it was Nebuch, a woman by the name of Dora Block, if I remember correctly, who was at the hospital in the uh, in in Tebi at the time because she wasn't feeling well. So they took her out to the hospital, and the minute the raid on Entebbe became uh, public, they killed her. Mm. The Ugandans killed her. Right. So it is a it's miraculous. It it is a movie, but it's it's. You know, we believe, Ben-Gurion always used to say, if you don't believe in miracles today, you're not a realist. <laughs> and that's what, that's, uh, Israel is a miracle. It's, it's survival is a miracle day to day. And things like this are miracles. People made mention, and there were articles this week in in uh, in various Israeli newspapers that that uh, Bibi had made sure to attend the annual memorial for his brother on Har Herzl at the uh, military cemetery on yeah. Har Herzl. Um, is it is it a wonder that that is still making news, or is it a tribute to Israeli society that that is still making well, news? Well, it, I think it's both. It's it, it no, it's not a wonder. It's not a wonder. I don't think it's a wonder. Listen. Yoni Netanyahu was the prime minister's older brother, I believe. Right. And, yes, he was the Bechor. Right. And he was, you know, there are certain people that are born leaders that from the youngest age you could see, they have it. They've got it. Right. They've got the leadership capacity. They've got the daring. They've got the mind. They have it all. And Yoni Netanyahu was one of those people, and everybody looked up to him, and his brother especially so. You know, sometimes a sibling, sibling rivalry, and sometimes there's such a bonding. He looked up to his brother, uh, uh, Benjamin uh, Bibi uh, Netanyahu, looked up to Yoni as an icon, and he followed in his footsteps. Mm. Bibi also joined Sayeret Matkal right. and was involved in some daring raids. And Yoni Netanyahu was... One of those guys that you say to yourself, how do we lose people like that at such a young age and how much more they would have contributed? I read that um, he was working on two other major um, campaigns, secret campaigns right, that, that Israel was going to carry out. He had planned them but had not lived to see <laughs> them being fulfilled, but they were both successfully carried out based on the plans that he made before he was killed. Wow. I, I was telling somebody yesterday that I remember, uh, it was also three years ago, when I, when I was, uh, I had the opportunity to lead a trip to, a, a birthright trip to Israel. And a Shakespeare birthright Exactly. Let's, be, let's, let's, <laughs> let's put it all out there. Yeah, exactly. And we had gone to Har Herzl, and, you know, Yoni Netanyahu's kever is filled with stones and memorials, etc. And, and Yoni, and Yonatan, I should say, continues to be one of the most popular baby names mm-hmm. in Israel. But what struck my birthrighters um so deeply was that it didn't it didn't they don't know they didn't know that everyone serves and that the prime minister's brother had died serving and when they when they 
when they framed it against the fact that there are so many American leaders in office who have never served, who have never spent time in the military, this was like an extreme to them. Not only had Bibi himself served, not only was he one of three boys, all who have served, three sons, I should say, but, but he, he had a brother who gave his life. And that to them was just so monumental in comparison to what we see here today. It, and, and when you walk through that cemetery, and I, I tell tourists, if you've never been there, you need to go. There are two parts, there are three parts to that cemetery. One is Herzl's tomb, which is in a, a top of the hill, one area. The other area is, is the area where, where the um, uh, important leadership, the prime, certain prime ministers are buried there, Tucker Bin is buried there, other you know, speakers of the Knesset, etc. And then there's the military cemetery, which has both, individual graves and some, some uh, um, sort of um, sculptures or, or stones that commemorate uh, the loss of a lot of people whose bodies haven't been found. For example, there's a submarine that drowned. They have, there's an area there. So you live really the history of Israel through what you see there. And every single tombstone on Har Herzl is exactly the same format. Mm. It's such an amazing right. concept that the military came up with. It has the name, it has the rank, it has the symbol of what they fought, because mostly it was Tzahal, but also if they fought in the Etzel or the Lechi or Haganah. And then it has the date of birth, I believe. It has the, the date that they were um, killed or died, uh, the Hebrew date. And I believe it also has the age. And when you look at the age, and you go from 1 to 19, 20, hmm. 22, 18, 19, and you say, Look at this rows and rows and rows of people that are my brothers. Mm. They fought for me, mm. not just for themselves. Right. They fought for all of us that we can go and, and, and visit Israel and live in Israel. And all these young lives that were cut down. And, yeah, everybody serves. Well, not everybody, but <laughs> most everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And some serve and, and some give the ultimate sacrifice. They, um, they too, many. Mo- too many give the ultimate sacrifice. Absolutely. Let's talk for a second about the song Al Eretz Zvi. Um, you had sent me a beautiful rendition. It was a, it's a remake by Yo Ram Gaon, a remake of his original. Can you tell me about that a little bit? Yeah, it's an amazing story. The, the song Eretz Zvi was written about the Entebbe Wade and Yoni Netanyahu. And, and it was one of those songs that young Israelis you know, years ago, would listen to over and over, and it would inspire them to go out and be heroes and be soldiers and want to, you know, want to give, not give their lives necessarily, but want to give for, this, for, for the country. Eretz Tzvi is, uh, is, is uh, one of the ways that Chazal described uh, the land of Israel. Um, in the Second Lebanon War, a commander by the name of Roe Klein was killed, and his story is, is now one that is, is, is it's stuff of legend, but it's an absolutely true story. Roe Klein uh, was a young uh, um, commander, I believe he was a colonel, married to children, lived in Ali, and he was commanding uh, a group in uh, southern Lebanon during the Second Lebanon War. And they were in a, like, hiding behind the wall, and they were under attack, and suddenly he saw a grenade land right in the middle of where they were. And within seconds, he had to make a decision. And he threw himself on the grenade, knowing that he would be killed 
but he would save all those around him. Right. And every time I tell this story, this happens to me. I'm sorry. Oh. And as he threw himself on the grenade, he yelled out, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. And the soldiers that were there, that, whose lives he saved, with the Shema Yisrael on his lips, say, and, and, and they're not necessarily religious, have been interviewed and say, I will never have that, not in my head, <laughs> the sound, that sentence, him shouting it out, will never leave my mind. It's an amazing story of heroism. Wow. Someone who I know, Netanel Yashiv, was a, a lifelong friend of Roe Klein. And he has done a lot over the years to uh, continue his memory and his legacy and so forth. Um, so it turns out that one of the songs when they were growing up that they loved to listen to when they were in Bnei Akiva was Eretz Tzvi. Hmm. And it was really inspirational to them. And the person who wrote the words, her name is Selma Eligon Rose. And she heard an interview with Roe Klein's sister, in which she said that he was so inspired by the song and so forth. And she was inspired hearing that Roe Klein was inspired by her song. Wow. And so she decided to write three more uh, stanzas because she said, look, this is the continuation of Yoni. Hmm. Roe is the continuation of Yoni, unfortunately, giving their life in such heroism. Right. And so she wrote these three um, extra stanzas. And she heard that at one of the performances she was going to give in Ranana that the parents of Oriquan were there, and she decided this is it. This is when she will debut it, and, and she, she sang it. They weren't there. It was a mistake. Oh. It doesn't matter. <laughs> People heard it. When Nitan El Yashiv heard about it, he called her up, and he said to her, it's amazing, but we need to re-record now Eris Tzvi with these stanzas. And she said, okay, who do you think should sing it? And he said, and she had all kinds of ideas. He said, what do you mean? Yoram Gaon. <laughs> she said, he's not going to agree. He said, anything that has to do with Ro'i, I'm telling you, haruach mim romim po'elet, the spirit from above is in action. Wow. He called Yoram Gaon. Yoram Gaon picked up the phone, which is not usual. <laughs> and he asked him, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, she did, the person who wrote the song originally. And Yoram Gaon said, anything for Ro'i Klein I will do. Wow for his memory, and he re-recorded it, and I will tell you my personal opinion, it's better than mm. the original. Wow. Wow. Well, we're going to listen to a little bit of it. I uh, Unfortunately, the song, I should say fortunately, the song is almost five minutes long, but mm -hmm. unfortunately, because we are on time constraints, and I actually see my boss approaching the door of the studio, we are going to, we'll listen to a little bit of it, and then you and I will continue talking here sure. on That's Life. Reshef Hashu, Yurhikuf, 
להשיב את כבוד האדם אל ארצי, אל דבש שדותיה, אל הכרמל והמדבר, אל עם אשר לא יחשב, שאת בניו לא יפקיר לזר, אל ארצי שבהריה פועמת Mayor, a second yard site that we're commemorating this week, is that... By the way, Miriam, I'm sorry, just let, let me mention one thing. Sure, Ro- sure. Ro-E's yard site is Rosh Chodesh Av. Wow. Which is coming soon. Which is and, coming uh, soon. And on the show, that's a Friday. On the Monday following that, on the Israel show, we will do yet again um, a commemoration to his memory, and we'll discuss the song and play, play it in its entirety. Everyone is, is, of course, invited to tune in. Absolutely, and we'll make sure to promote that um, as we get closer. But we were mentioning that Naomi Shemer, her yard site is right. also this week. That's and right. actually... Uh, to a date, to the date, it's tomorrow in the English ca- in the English calendar. Oh, in the English calendar. It's yes, in, it's uh, in the English calendar. Oh, okay. June twenty sixth. Yes, correct. Correct. Right. June twenty sixth. She died in June twenty sixth, uh, two thousand four. Right. Um, known to many as the first lady of song and poetry of the state of Israel, she's famous for Yushalayim Shel Zahav, for Lu Yehi, for Al Kolela, and for her continuous contributions to the the soul of the state of Israel as her music continues to live on we, we you know we we tongue-in-cheek joked yesterday um, about the juxtaposition of the the art sites of these two individuals one who solidified the 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 peace the the existence of the state of Israel as 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 a people and one who continues to build the soul from within yes You said that, not tongue-in-cheek. I think that was, it's beautifully said and very true. One nourished the physical and one nourished the soul, yes, absolutely. And you introduced me yesterday to a song that actually Avrami's just going to pull up in the background called Atsuv Lamut Be'emtza HaTamuz, which is a song Naomi Shemer wrote for somebody else but became ironic because her yard site is in the month of Tamuz. Right, so she wrote it for uh, Nurit Galron, who, who sang it, she You know, uh, many singers, you know, Ram Gaon and, and Yossi Banai, the, the, main, the biggest singers in Israel used to ask her to write songs for them, and Nurit Gaon asked her to write a song. It turns out that she was about to go into surgery, and she, she says about herself she, she's a, a terrible scaredy cat, and she was, she was she petrified that she wouldn't wake up after the surgery. And the surgery was in Tammuz. So she wrote about how sad it would be if she didn't wake up and she would die. Wow. In this surgery, which was years, 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 years before she, she did die. And, and lo and behold, she dies in the month of Tammuz. Right. And the song, by, and this is a, a key about Nomi Shemer. She's steeped in our Jewish sources, like you can't imagine. Yerushalayim Shel Zahav has references to Gemarot and to Midrashim and to the keynote and to the Tanakh. It's amazing. And she was a secular, quote-unquote, secular woman. Right. And in this song, the, the main line, is an obscure but yet beautiful pasuk from Yeshayahu that I would think that most people who are listening to the song don't even, aren't even familiar with. Right, right. 
she was born on a kibbutz that her parents helped found um, in, in the Galil. Yes. And she's buried there, by the way. She's buried on the grounds there. And interestingly, she was born on, on um, Yud Zion Tammuz. Hmm. <laughs> right? Wow. This is interesting. Um, her, her legacy does continue in a way. Her son, his name is Ariel Horowitz, is a singer-songwriter, and there, last summer during Operation Sukaitan, there was this famous uh, funeral of um, Sean Carmelli, an American lone soldier right. who nobody knew, and the word went out, please come to his funeral, and 20,000 people showed up. <laughs> so Ariel Horowitz wrote this song, which is amazingly beautiful, Esrim Elefish, and it's so appropriate. This is her son. Wow. He, he, he's not as great as his mother, but, <laughs> but he is still very great. He's put out some of her, re-released some of her songs with his own interpretation. She, she was an amazing woman. She, she really was the soul of Israel. It's amazing to me that the next generation of kids who are being brought up in Zionist homes and are being taught in, in schools who are steeped um, with the, in the love of Israel, um, are singing her songs. They don't know where it's coming from. Right. But these words are flowing off their lips like they were written yesterday. Absolutely. And their songs on the parade, where, when you were at the parade, yes. I'm sure they were marching bands <laughs> doing <laughs> Sure. And, and, and all these songs, and, and Yushalayim Shazahav, for sure, is year after year the most, uh, the, you know, when, people, when they do a poll of the best song or the, the most... Uh, popular song or the most important song, Yushalayim Shalzav is always there. It's just amazing. And, you know, forget the melody. Forget the melody, Yushalayim Shalzav. Just look at the words. We did it a few years ago on Yom Yushalayim. We did an analysis of the words. It's one after the other references to a a Pasuk in in, in Shayao, to a Gemara, in Shabbos. It's amazing. When you think of um, the the artists out there, the musicians out there in the secular world who consider themselves poets, it's a shame to put them in the category with somebody like Naomi Shemer, who clearly appreciated language beyond a level that, that most could ever comprehend. And Judaism. And Judaism, yes. Let's not... Let's not sell that short. That is for sure. Mayor Weingarten, host of The Israel Show. You can hear it every Monday morning at 9 a.m. right after James A.M., uh, my my deepest thanks. I, I know this is a terribly busy time of year for you, but I truly appreciate you taking the time to speak to us today to share these moments with us. Thank you for having me on. It's it's a great pleasure and it's a privilege. I really appreciate it. It's, it's very nice of you to ask me to come. Oh, you got to be kidding me! You're our man. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Mayor. Take, Take care. care. Happy anniversary. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you bye, Miriam. Bye bye. You've been listening to that's live here at the Nachum Siegel Network. We're going to play Al Kol Ela. Um, as we close the show, it is the original, original version um, that Mayor had sent me yesterday. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, and you can hear it bringing, being brought up in the background by Avrami. I thank you for that. The live lunch will start in just a few moments. Nachum is here in the studio. It will go from 11 to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And then at 1 p.m., it is a super sto- super sized stunt show. I can't say that 10 times fast. Um, with Leora. With Leo Razamik, hot topic alert on the on the stunt show today. It's all about dating. She speaks with Ruki Renov, author of The Art of the Date and the Art of Marriage, and Joy Lieber, creator of the Getting to Know You game, 
perfect matches. In addition, Lior invites some friends to play the game with her. You don't want to miss this supersized show. It is almost two hours. I can't wait to listen to it myself. Tomorrow morning, Nachum is joined, um, tentatively joined by Malcolm Holine at 7.40 in the morning. Uh, and you can listen to Jam in the AM starting at 6 a.m. on jaminthaam.org, nachumsegel.com, 91.1 or 91.9 FM. Naomi presents Table for Two tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. She is joined by teen celebrity chef Eitan Bernath, chef Katsuji Tanabi of Mexicosha from Los Angeles, and Lisa Hawk, the executive director of the Levy Yitzhak Children's Library in Cedarhurst, who is bringing, the, who is bringing Chef Tanabi to New York to do a cooking demo from the, for the library's annual Chinese auction this Saturday night. Saturday Night Seagull, hosted by Avrami, starting at around 9.25 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. It's Eternal Flame with Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, and at 11 p.m. Headlines with David Lichtenstein. Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m., J.M. Sunday with Matis. You don't want to miss that. And again, this is Alcohol Ayla in commemoration of the yard site of Naomi Shemmer. I thank everyone who joined me today. I thank Mayor Weingarten again for taking the time to join me. And biz chutam, we should all continue to live wonderful and healthy and peaceful lives in the state of Israel. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you.